Hello, Josh. Hello, Alexi. This week, we are discussing something very close to our hearts. Yep. Something that has become a big part of our friendship in the last few weeks. Our fixation. Our fixation. It's a game that we have a combined 200 hours in. Mm. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring is from Software's uh, most recent foray into the world of open world games. Um, it's a big change from what they're used to, which are very closed, confined, intricately woven games, uh, all about the combat, all about the lore, uh, and they balance them out perfectly. Um, I am currently in my first playthrough. Josh is in his second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm up to, I'm just about to fight Malekith the Black Blade. Josh, Tell yes. me about Elden Ring. How have you been finding it? You played it before I did. Okay, I did. I did. I had it before you because uh, obviously you did not have a console to play it on. I was a Switch baby. I was a Switch. I had a Switch and I on that Switch I played Dark Souls 1. So that's my background in the From Software library. Uh, you, on the other hand, have no background in the From Software library before you played Elden Ring. No, I was a fresh face. I was like, you know what? Elden Ring's probably game of the year. Yep. It was on sale one time at the yep. local JB Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it because, you know, I, I've, I've heard about it and people say it's good. And also Alexi was in the middle of his souls. He was like, oh, I'm loving uh, Dark Souls 1. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to get Elden Ring. Um, so I got it mm-hmm. uh, and I pretended I gaslit Alexi <laughs> for like probably like two months saying, oh, yeah, I totally have Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, he said it like he was lying. So for ages, he was like, you were like, oh, yeah, I have Elden Ring. And I was like, no, you don't. I have Elden Ring. I've been playing it. And then I just kept sort of, you kept saying things that I knew about. Like you'd be saying, oh, yeah, I beat Margaret. And I'd be like, you Googled that. You're like, yeah, I beat Godric. You Googled that. I beat Renala. You Googled that. And you beat, you beat, I beat Malekith. You just Googled that. And I never corrected him no, either. When, never corrected. When, when he said like, oh, oh, oh you're lying. And I was just like. Silence. And then one day we were out with mates and he comes out with a copy of Elden Ring. Yeah. And I open it up and he's like, look, I've got Elden Ring. And I open it up and Cyberpunk's in it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, you were that close to proving me wrong. And then Cyberpunk was in it. And then it took me a while to figure out that you did play it. And I, I finally was, conf- it was confirmed to me when I got my PS4, logged in, added you as a friend and saw all your trophies. Mm. Um. Yeah, so El- obviously. Yeah, so Elden Ring. Um, I have beaten the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am now 125 hours in. Crikey. Um, so that's a lot of my life wasted <laughs> and down the drain. Um, as you can see, I have no bitches. Um, but that's fine because I have Melania. Melania. Yeah. Or Melana. Or, Mel- or whatever Which you want one? to say. Melania. It's that's George R. R. Martin, isn't it? You can tell he's get, done characters with similar names. Mm. Like there's Moog, and then there's Moog, and then there's Margot, and then there's Morgot. <laughs> like Margot and Morgot are the same person, but why would like why would he do that with his name? Doesn't like I think I read it like Margot is the name that Morgot uses to like when he's like just going around the lands between. Well, yeah, okay. So if you don't know, and I don't think our listeners would. No, yeah, much sorry, about gonna, we've got an audience Elden of people who Elden Ring. Um, it's so you have you, the, the first boss of the game is called Margaret. Margaret, the first major boss of the game. So yeah. the first like boss that matters. Um, first boss with cutscenes. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, so this first boss uh, is called Margot. Uh, and he comes out later in the game and he reveals his true name, Morgot. Mm. Uh, and he's the heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, but you beat him anyway because he's a little bitch. Mm. Uh, and you take his stuff. And that's fun. Yep. Get Although, a sword. I have to say, coming into Elden Ring, mm-hmm. uh, I expected it to be harder than it was. Yeah. Because I got this, I got this feeling of, oh, Dark Souls is so hard. Mm. It will kick your ass. Yeah. But then, like, when I did play it, it was kind of, it was kind of easy. Like, yeah. The first, the first, like, few hours. How did you play the game? How was you, what, what build did you go with? So I did the Confessor. Yeah. And so that's, that's, um, that's, magic. start with good it, yeah, faith so, magic. Yeah, so you do incantation and strength. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really need much, uh, flask, the healing stuff. Yeah. Because I had the incantation of heal. So I could just like heal up, mm. go into the boss, destroy it. Yeah. Um, no, but it was, it was fairly simple and like. I expect it to be harder, but I think mm. that just shows that Elden Ring is is a game that's it's made for new players to enjoy. Yeah, more so than other Souls games, I think Elden Ring is a much more accessible one. Um, when I first picked up Dark Souls One, I'll, I don't I don't really want to spell it for you because it's a good game, but I'll just give you one like thing from the start of the game. When you first pick up Dark Souls One, you Start in the asylum, and that's easy enough because you can sort of like you jump down and do a jump attack on the asylum demon, and then it takes like five hits from there. He's easy enough, right? That's a good tutorial level. You get your flasks, you go to the land of Lordran, right? Easy. And the way that the game kind of introduces itself to you is that the hidden sort of secret path to get up to the top that you have to sort of look really hard for to keep going in the game is obscured. The way that the game kind of pushes you to go is the wrong way. It kind of makes you go down into the like mm. end game areas, like the catacombs and New Londo. And you're not meant to do that. That's not where the game wants you to go, but it's where you end up going anyway. And you just die and die and die and die and die. And, and the fact is, is the game is kind of like saying to you, this is, this is the wrong way. And you're not listening to it. You're going down and you're going to keep pushing because it's like, well, I'm used to video games showing me the way and this is the way that it's intuitively told me to go, so I'm going to go that way. Elden Ring does the same kind of thing, but the difference is that when you sort of get to that point, that impassable wall, you then realize you've got this whole area of Limgrave and the Weaving Peninsula that you can go and, and beat bosses in and get um, trophies in and, and get stuff and, and upgrade. And level yourself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, so by the time you're going to Margit, by the time you're going to these these bosses, whether you do Margit first or Red Wolf or Radagon first, because you can do Red Wolf first. You can. You can go to Leonia first. And you can even do Radan first. <laughs> you have to activate the festival, though. So you have to kind of do Ikaria Manor. So you've got to do Loretta, and then you've got to do Radan. That's whatever. That's just niche. That's like sequence breaking. Um, but what that means is you can just avoid Godric altogether. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you get a lot more options with, with Elden Ring and you get a lot more sort of abilities to sort of, you can decide on whatever you want, what your build is. Mm. The build I went with was a bleed build. I went with a bleed build at the start Yes. and that really worked. And then I sort of kept sort of changing. I kept kind of going between, am I going to do bleed or am I going to do frost or am I going to do magic or what? Um, I ended up sticking with bleed for most of the run, bleed and frost. 
Have that's, you have you respect? I'm gonna respect when I go home. Mm. I'm gonna put some um, I'm gonna put some more into intelligence so I can do um, like Comet and Comet Azure. Yeah, because yeah. I can't do those yet, and I really want the, the I really want the stuff. fucking buff ones. Yeah, <laughs> the ridiculous OP. You'll get you'll get fucking hated in PvP for those <laughs> ones. Um, yeah, I think the the big difference I think with difficulty is that Elden Ring gives you so many more options in how you can tackle things. Mm. Like, for example, Godskin Duo fucking sucks if you don't know that you have to use, that you can use sleep. If you don't know that you can do that, yeah. it fucking sucks. And that's what I would say is the big difference between Elden Ring and, and, and like the other Souls games is that there's a sense in Elden Ring that isn't, it, it's not as fair as previous ones. Like it genuinely feels like it just isn't as fair and you sort of have to, it's the most get good of them all, but it's also the most you can make this easy mode for yourself and feel like you're still earning it. Mm. Because even with the ones you're doing magic for, a lot of the time those ones are pretty tricky, even if you are doing I magic. do have to say magic is definitely, like, I think, I, f I feel like magic is the way to go with Elden Ring. It's like, the way the game wants you to play it. Yeah. yeah. And because there's so many spells and incantations that you can learn. And, like, in, like, Demon Souls, for example, you can only have, like, a few slots. Mm -hmm. And the spells are... There's not that many spells. Yeah. Um, And so you normally gravitate to, like, strength and, mm. like, bonks. Mm. Um, while this... While Elden Ring, the spells are like, oh, yeah... You ha kind of have to use it, especially for like um, people who are like fast and get up close. Like, say, Melania, mm. um, Blade of Mikla. Mm. Um, for that one, definitely spells work the best. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're going to get slashed and she's going to steal your life. Um, and it's hard. It's hard being a strength player in a. Not being like, oh, woe is me, but... it's it, I feel like Elden Ring wants you to be a dex build as well, a, a lot. Because dex build, I think dex is a stat, makes spells faster, and it makes attacks faster as well. I think dex is really the way to go, which is odd because these games have usually been pump into strength. That's it. And that's sort of interesting to me that it's changed so much this time around because... I think, I think Dex is a kind of hated one. Dex is a weird one because so many of the, the stats of Dex, like the, the weapons that go with Dex, are like you know, piss weak ones. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that the build diversity gets great because um, you you can viably f do the game in a strength build. Oh yeah, no, it's possible. You just have to be really you can do, fucking you can, good at it. You can do Elden Ring naked with just punches. Yeah, that um, let me solo her. Yeah, just goes around with the pot on his head and. Beats a millennia of people. Yeah, like it's uh, anybody can do anything and they can still win. Yeah. But it's only for the, those are the truly masterful Talented players. players yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, 99% of the players who beat millennia, who's the hardest boss in the game, they just use mimic and fuck her up mm -hmm. and kill her in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. Mimic tier is good. I've been. I like the spirit ashes. We should talk about spirit ashes. Yes. They're really good. They're good. And and what I like about them is is they they are able to these bosses move fast. No FromSoft bosses ever moved as fast as these ones do. 
Um, they come at you with like flurries of attacks. They do combos, even like regular overworld enemies, like fucking beast men will do hundreds of attacks in a row. And you sort of like, you've just got to sort of get to get used to it a bit. And when I sort of was first faced with that, I realized that these mimics are great. These mimics, these spirit ashes are great because they can sort of divert that attention and allow you to get some good hits in mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't be able to get in otherwise. Um, the one I've been using is the marionette soldiers. And the reason I use those is because they fuck me up when I'm actually running around them. <laughs> so I'm like, if I put them on the, if I put them in these bosses, I'm probably going to be okay. <laughs> Cause if they can fuck me up, they'll fuck him up too. Yeah. They do an all right job. They could be better. Yeah. Spirit ashes, I think are one of the main reasons that Elden Ring is so accessible mm. because for the, uh, souls veterans, they can just, um, go in no spirit ashes. You know, be like 100% true player, blah, blah, blah. But, like, for a person who's just getting into Souls-like games, yeah. like me, for example, mm. they were invaluable mm. because they allowed me to um, still progress through the game mm. at a good pace mm. rather than sinking thousands, hundreds of hours into the game, which I would have just been like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Elden Ring is, for the Souls purist, the best challenge. And for the Souls newbie, a very good entrance. Hmm. And I think as you keep going back, as you go Elden Ring, then to Dark Souls 3, and then to Bloodborne, and then to even Sekiro. Sorry, I forgot Sekiro. You go into Sekiro, which you don't go to Sekiro. You do all of the other ones, and then you go to Sekiro. You keep going back, and, and things get removed as you keep going. Like, Spirit Ashes get removed, and Ashes of War aren't as easy to put on a weapon. And all these little things get changed and taken away. And I think that um, is a really interesting mechanic, and it just is a fun way to play it because you keep challenging yourself more and more and more on these whole different worlds and these whole different experiences. With significantly worse UI... Um, Elden Ring has the best UI of the series. That's great. It That's great. Been. I love it. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's 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 really interesting the way that they just take things away from you mm. um, and make it harder as you go back. But yeah, Elden so, Ring gives um, you a great toolkit. Alexia, mm-hmm. what's your build? My build? Yeah, right now. Uh, I've been running with two. Two Lord Swans, straight Swans, straight Swans, straight Swans, straight Swans. Um, I think I've got one of them at 25 and one of them's at 21. That's so you max weapon. I've gotten a God Slain armament, baby. Hugh's like, thank you for making a God Slain armament. <laughs> he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. I finally lit that my purpose at the round table hold. That's such a cute quest line. That is. It's my favorite one in the game. Roderick and Hugh. Oh, you just, you wait. Um, just you wait. They don't die, do they? Of course they die. It's fucking Dark Souls. <laughs> of course they fucking die. Um, I, I am going for the Age of Stars ending this run. So I've done Rani's quest. Yes, yes. I didn't do Fear's quest. I beat Fear's champions and then I killed Fear. So I didn't get to do the boss. Oh. No, the Lich Dragon, Fortisax. So I have to go back and fucking do Fortisax later on, which I'm not happy about. But that sucks. My build is, yeah, two Lord Swarns and optional magic. Uh, with a carrying glintstone staff, and I basically use a, a shit ton of like um, large glintstone shards. Oh, you use them? What do you mean? Oh, uh, gl- uh, uh, glintstone so, shards. So you there is like a glintstone shard. Yeah. 
Um, but there also is it like a glintstone comet rock. Yeah, right? there's that you can like as consumable that you can crack open. Yeah, and they act as cuckoo glintstone. Yeah, cuckoo glintstone. Yeah, yeah, and you can use them, psh, mm. and they fire at yeah. know, people. And that's what I use as a strength. They're good. Yeah, yeah. they because they allow you they're to craftable still use too. Ma- yes, yeah, so they allow you to still use magic. Mm. Well, I don't know if you did this, but there's a boss in the game called the Demi-Human Queen. Earlier, it's in this wood where you meet Blythe, and uh, there's a boss there who drops a demi-human queen staff, and that's designed for strength builds. Like that's in the game for strength builds who want to use magic because it's got low fa- low intelligence requirements. Mm. So you can use that, and you can use the spells, and it's like kind of a um, it's like the demon catalyst from Dark Souls One. That doesn't mean like <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, um, in the sense that it's like not for. Yeah, I think like for me, like consumables work far better because I have all the souls in the world. Mm. And I don't, well, all the wounds in the world. <laughs> yeah, I keep calling themselves too. Yeah. Um, the blood echoes in the world. <laughs> yeah. And I can just like crack up and, you know, just, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Especially when PvP. Mm. Now, mm. now this is what's this, after you've finished the game. Yeah. Right. And you're a viable level. Yeah. Uh, you can start uh, PvP. Mm. Now, now, my PvP build. Is yeah, tell me about it. God tier. Yep. It's God tier. I, I like rarely lose a match. And like I'm I'm very egotistical about this mm-hmm. because I didn't know I was this good. Mm. Or maybe I'm just using cracked weapons. Nah, you, you, if you're good, you're good. Yeah. Cracked weapons are good. If you're chunking bosses, they're good, you're good. Yeah. Although when when it comes to bosses, this build sucks. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. Um, so I've got, um, the great sword, yep. which is just this big, get on a truck in Caleb. Yeah. Just this big fucking sword that's uh-huh. like three meters long mm-hmm. and hits like a truck. Mm-hmm. Now I've put on the sword, uh, uh, Godric's smash, mm-hmm. um, Godfrey's, that- Godfrey's smash. Yeah. Uh, where you just do, where you just hit the ground a couple of times and it sends earthquake. I command be real. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's his dad, Godfrey. Yeah, Godfrey's the Elden Lord. Yeah, first Elden Lord. Mm. Horaloo. Horaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I've I've got that on. That's mm-hmm. my spirit of uh, spirit of spirit of war. Ash of war. Ash of war. There we go. That's my ash of war. Mm-hmm. Um, I also in my other hand I have a rapier. Mm, that's good. You got a quick weapon. Yeah. So, weapon. like, if somebody comes in, I'm gonna stab them, and sometimes I trick them out because, like, what am I gonna use? Am I gonna use the quick weapon, or am I gonna use that weapon that most, most, most of the times they try and dodge the big weapon. Yeah. And I can so just you can get. Yeah, I can just that. get the little. God, thing. that's good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. I like that a lot. Um, um, I use the knight's cavalry armor set. Yep. Uh, because it, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I should probably switch it out for like a head that does strength, mm-hmm. but like, nah. Um, I've got 60 strength, mm-hmm. which with my seal of Radagon um, puts it up to like 80, which is like That's great. soft cap. Yeah. Um, and so I just smack people up. And I also use the consumables to like 
the Kaku stone yeah, like, to just like you know what that's like that's like life gems in um Dark Souls two. Ching. <laughs> and they sucks. and they just send it because it just allows that, you know. Yeah. That area uh to like really just it's just vibe and I just fuck everybody up. Can I show you my set? Yeah. What I yeah. wear for armor. Um I'll show you. It's the Hoslo set. Oh uh, yes. It's the coolest set ever. You get it from um a you get it from a volcano mana request. Yeah, inv- invasion. Yeah. It's not that's not a good picture. Oh, I get a pic- I've, you get a I have the set, okay. It's a, it was a, like that was that was so fun being Hoslo in the mountaintops of the giants. I fucking hate the mountaintops of the giants, but that was a good little volcano. Uh, what's your favorite uh, boss in the game? Favorite boss in the game? Um I reckon I reckon Godskin Duos were my favorite one oh, to beat. I reckon, like, oh. f- like for me in Dark Souls 1, the, my favorite boss was the one I had the most trouble beating. And that was, um, that was Ornstein and Smo because they, 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 they had me fucking dying for like four days straight. And then I beat them and I was like, oh, oh, good. it felt good. And I didn't use any summons or anything. And I'm, I'm on these Dark Souls forums and they say, if you're stuck at Ornstein and Smo, use summons. And I'm like, I'm not using fucking summons. <laughs> You know, and so Godskins were the same for me, where it's like I really felt this real sense of like, oh, when I beat them. Same with Godric. Like Godric was the same. Margaret was the same as well. Like that that sense of sort of having to fight these guys for like days and days and days and days and days, and finally beating them. It's so good. It's one of the best feelings. Um, I think that's what Dark Souls wants you to have. These these games want you to have that. I always feel a bit bad when I beat a boss first try. Mm. You know, when, when I beat a boss like with, like. The Nox twins in uh, Celia, I was like, this should be a harder boss. Like Lusat's crystal, like Lusat's thing. I was like, this should be a, hard, a trickier boss than it is. And it just wasn't, it was trivial because I was overleveled. That's and the, that happens because yeah, there's so much thing. to do in the game. You end up overleveled at times and yeah. like it, it's tricky. I'll tell you what was good though, beating the um the Falling Star Beast atop Mount oh. Gilmere. <sighs> yeah. That was a hard one. It was hard. The magma worm Makar was hard, but every magma worm after Makar was easy. Have you have you faced Estelle? Yes. How was that? Estelle took a while. Um, one side sort of, because I was sort of cheesing in with gravity magic, not realizing that was what he was weak to. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I kind of, I beat him, uh, I would say, like I, I this, I beat him in the same play session that I found him. Ah, oh, okay. Um, but he was hard. Yeah. For me, personally, yeah, that was the hardest boss. Oh, yeah. That was the second hardest boss. Who was the first hardest? Malekith. Yeah, Malekith I'm kind of scared to go to. Like, I'm tempted to go down to the, like, Mogwin Palace and beat Moog first. Yeah. Malekith is probably the hardest boss in the game. Yeah. For, for me. Did you do Placidusex? Yes. Okay. He was easier? Yeah, yeah, that was easy. Because, like, his hitbox, like, is large, and also his attacks, they're kind of wild and easily readable. Yeah. Uh, so that was easy. But, like, oh, Malekith. Mm. So fucking hard. Mm. Like, every time I thought, like, I got him down to, like, the sliver oh, of hell. Oh, I know that fucking feeling. Yeah, he just, he just jumps up and he fucking uses the black blade, mm. which it's like you can't dodge it. <laughs> like, you dodge it, 
but it still like clips you and you don't get like hit by it, mm. but it still drains your health. I hate that so much. Yeah. That's like such a shit. And it's like, oh my fucking gosh. He sucks. He sucks. But you know who fucking sucks? Yeah. The gargoyles. <laughs> the gar- <Valiant laughs> fucking gargoyles in Nocron. Cunts. I hate them so much. There's a boss like that in Dark Souls 1. There's gargoyles atop this tower, but they're easier. Like a lot easier. They're smaller <laughs> and they don't hack as much health. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, oh, uh, oh. They were hard. They were hard. Um, good weapon, though. Good drop. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I'm I'm excited to fight Malekith, but I'm also fucking it's not. It's terrifying. It took me, like, three days to beat him. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It's it's such a... They just do this shit in these games. Yeah. Uh, um... But yeah, I, I think there's, there's a lot to say about the combat in Elden Ring. I think they really didn't, they really did great swords dirty as far as like a viable option, mm. especially against bosses. You are really encouraged to power stance bleed weapons. <laughs> you are really, if you're a melee build, power stance bleed weapons. Yeah. Because everything fucking bleeds. There's not everything a lot of stuff ble- that Even that like bleed. stone bleeds. Even stone bleeds. Fucking stone bleeds. It does. Um... Like, and one of the things that I had to learn later on was that just because it says resistant to bleed doesn't mean don't use bleed. It means use bleed as much as you fucking can. Because yeah. <laughs> on the fire giant, if I didn't have bleed, I would have just fucking died. <laughs> like Because they take a chunk of their health. It and doesn't it's, a percent- take, it's percentage based. Yeah, it doesn't take a, oh, you get 1,000 thing when you hit bleed. No, it takes like 25% of the health. And that's a massive when you face... Bosses with large health pools. 40,000 health. Yeah. Who let the fire giant have 40,000 health? Hey, it was a big guy. Okay. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. There's a skip. I saw a video. There's a guy who was playing a, a, a boss run of it that was like Elden Ring, but every boss is tripled. So he went around and he just beat all these. So he beat a god a godskin sextuplet. And he beat a, nice. he beat a like a, um, three Malekiths at the same time. And That's three. Fucked. Three Godricks. <laughs> Such a, there's a funny See, that's idea. the thing. When I look on like videos, right, everybody had like an easy time versing Malekith. And that makes me pissed off. Yeah. No. This is what happens is you watch these fucking like souls veterans beat these bosses in like one try and you go, I can do it. You watch an Ongbal video. Do you know Ongbal? <laughs> no. Ongbal makes these videos where it's like you look up, you look up like Malekith Hitless. And he'll, he'll have one. It's like, Malekith Hitler's rune level one. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. How are you so good? And yeah. he like parries them and stuff. Yeah. It's, He's got yeah. expert timing. And it's That's like, fucked. It's fucked. It is fucked. Um, but he like, he beats him. And you go, well, if he can do it at rune level one, then I can do it at rune level 130. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I should be able to do that. The fact I can't is a disappointment to my whole family. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I do think that there is a lot in the combat that makes it, you know, easier and makes it harder. Like the yeah. parrying system. I'm never going to get parrying. I don't get it. I do like parrying. I do have a buckler shield that I like to parry, but you can't, the thing is you can't parry big, big boys, big boys. Like you can't parry great swords, mm. which I learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, but you can parry normal. Yeah, you can. 
parry like a oh fucking revenants. I hate revenants. You can parry Godric, I think. You can parry. You can um, parry God. Yeah, parry Margaret. See, in DS one, like nothing is parryable. Like no bosses are parryable except for um. Gwyn, the final boss of the game, <laughs> which is really funny. And the whole thing is he's parryable because he's a weak man. Oh. Everything is parryable in Elden Ring. Like <laughs> everything. Um, and that just gives you another option. So many options. So many options. Isn't that great? What about the law? Let's talk about the law. Let's talk about the law. It's so fucking confusing. It, I love it. I I love it so much. I love like I love figuring it out. I love going on YouTube and they they go. Now we're going to talk about Rani. Rani is a child of a full moon. She comes from um, Ranala, who herself is the headmistress of Rai Lucaria. Mm. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, nice. Everyone's related. Isn't it they're all Marika's kids? Y- yeah, but Marika is also the dad as well. Yeah, Marika and Radagon. Yeah. Yeah. Marika's the god, and then Radagon is the children of Marika. But Radagon is also Marika. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's so strange. It's so strange. So Radagon is Marika, and then Radagon and Ranala were married? So, yeah, so Radica, Radagon is Marika. Yep. So Marika and Radagon married Ranala. Mm-hmm. And then they left Ranala, and Ranala was left going crazy with her little bookworms. Yeah. Rock. They throw books. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. Here's another thing that I've noticed is that the lore often gets revealed by cut content. Seen those videos? Like, there's videos like of cut content. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, like lines that the kids, the juvenile scholars are meant to say were cut content. Like, you know, there'd be lines like, "Come play with me." And this, and it's like that would have helped a lot in terms of how I, and in terms of understanding it from software. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. why well, cut that? It's useful. They left uh, it in the code for a reason, though. Yeah, and yeah, I guess for law channels yeah, to yeah. dig through. And also, um, did you know that the rune bears are actually uh, transforming into dragons. Yes, I did know that. Yes. Because they've got the eyes. Because they've got the eyes that you get once you do dragon communion and get the dragon spells. There's um the great lore about the draconic tree so- sentinels is like they figured their only way to properly the pr- only way to properly like protect the capital was to become dragons themselves after the dragons destroyed mm. the capital, which is like, oh, that's great. And there's a whole thing in Miyazaki's games about people trying to become dragons, people trying to sort of become like gods gods become like those those everlasting dragons of, of old lore and it's so great because you can do it you can do it in this one as well with the dragon communion stuff hmm. the more dragon communion stuff you get the more like a dragon you become as you sort of keep your eyes dragons. become more, eyes dragon. more draconic um and you can i don't know if you get a dragon head can you get a dragon head uh, no, dark souls you can get a dragon head nice you know dragon you make your whole body a dragon but it like has it makes you look ugly and awkward and weird. Like the whole thing is it's this awkward awkward middle ground between dragon and human. They're trying to be like, don't try to send yourself the dragons like are so cool. I know. The dragons are so cool. They're so hard. I beat I beat Grail and the dragon barrow like, and I just felt so good. I felt so good after beating those dragons. That was the first dragon, right? Yeah. Uh, the first one that... The first one is a gill. A gill. Like a gill. Grail Grail's in the Dragon Barrow. Mm, so when you first one. go to Yeah, when you first go to um Grank. Yeah. From 
D. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm listening. I'm thinking everybody has tuned out. Yeah, I know. Because right? they have no clue. Have no clue. What we're talking about. Talking okay, about. so, but you know, that's fine. No, here's like, one thing we should talk let's about. Let's continue. Here's one, here's one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Dark Souls One is known for its interconnected world. I reckon Elden Ring has just as interconnected a world. Yes. Because there's all these little moments where things just go, oh, that's here and that's there. Mm. Like um, the, um, not the, the Siofra River, you enter in Limgrave and you come out in Caled. Mm. Uh, and then the, the Ainsel River, you enter in, what's it called? Leonia. And I think you come out near the capital, I think. Lindel. Lindel. Uh, and then if you go down to deeper depths, you can get a portal that takes you to Landell. Mm. And they, all these little, like, those, those way gates are fucking awesome. Mm, They're awesome. Because they it's like it connects things where it'll be like, oh, well, I can go from here and I can get to Volcano Manor from, from here. Yeah. I can get to the, I can get to so, Dragon Barrow from there's here. There's so many unexplored paths that you can take. Because normally, like on the first playthrough, you just go like straight. Mm. But then there's like other paths that make it shorter. You don't have to go through as many bosses. And like, it's crazy. When you when when you when you go to like a gill and you go down the stairs in the gill ruins, the dragon boat ruins, there's a treasure chest and you open it up and it goes trapped in a transporter trap. And it takes you to Caled. And when you're in Caled, if you go if you go out that door and you explore and you turn to your left, you find the most OP staff and the most OP spell in the game. Meteorite staff and rock sling. And it's like Bosh, you're there. Like, y you have so many opportunities to level yourself up and, and explore these places and find maps for these places. And then you go there and you get beat to death by a land octopus. Yeah. And it just, like, it's fucked up. And you walk, and you try to walk on the rot and you dive rot. And it's, like, just awful. And the thing is, even if you're, like, extremely high level, a soldier can beat you up. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it takes one Kaler swing. Yeah. And you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. And um, I think that's what's so great about it is that it really feels like you have to learn to be good at it. Yeah. And that's really satisfying because that feeling of like when you sort of start, when you do a boss like Nile, Commander Nile fucking, I hated Commander Nile. The more I played Commander Nile, I did him like 10 times. <laughs> Impossible. He's one of the bosses I had the hardest time with. He was, he was one... fine for me. But see, that's, that's, see, that's the difference. Like some bosses, right, mm. you you fucking are good at. Mm. Some bosses you're shit at. Mm. And like it's different for other people. Mm. Because builds, but also like play style. Yep. Exactly. There's so many like options. And, and Niall sucks. <laughs> and the reason he sucks is because every part of him hits hard. So his, his summons hit hard. He hits hard. He's hard to hit. He has these moves that just like fuck you over. And when you sort of start realizing when to roll and when to do this and when to sort of time things, you just, it just bang, it clicks and you're so much better at it. And it was the same thing with the fire giant where like the first few times you fight the fire giant, you're like, oh, this guy's so hard and impossible. It's going to be so hard. He's got 40,000 fucking health and he's impossible. And then you sort of realize, oh, well, when he puts the fire on the ground, I just have to walk out of it. And when he, when he, does these things, it's like, well, if I time it right, I'm okay. And you're not using magic on fire giant, either. you're using pretty much entirely like yeah, melee. You have to hit, yeah, have you have to, to, hit, hit, you have to proc bleed and you have to proc these yeah. things. And when you do, it's like, wow, I'm actually getting it. I poisoned him, I had a poison weapon. <laughs> what I did what I did for um, fire giant, I had a good story with fire giant. I did two dual wielding builds. 
simultaneously. So I had the two Lord Swans with blood. No, two Lord Swans, one with blood, one with poison. Mm. And then once he was at his first phase, I had two Falcons, which were both blood, two late level 20 Falcons. And I just procked, I procked bleed the whole time. I procked and, bleed. And poison? No poison, just no bleed. Poison. Just bleed for the second half. I was like, if I proc bleed, I'm okay. And I, I did. I killed him and I was like, oh, that... Those, there's just these bosses that you, you finish and you, you just, oh, when yeah, you do you them. You come. You come a bit, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope people have listened this far in. Yeah. This is the good bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's, it, it's just so good. Who's your favorite character lore-wise? <sighs> That's such a good question. Um, I really liked Fia. Like the whole idea of deathbed of companion. Deathbed companion. Like I love the fear and D thing where like D is killed by fear and fear like he's the wrong thing and D's like, well, she's the wrong thing. Those who live in death are a problem and, and like I love that. Um and I I love that I love that that whole idea of the those who live in death and the destined death thing, how those people who are going out making sure destined death happens and those who are making sure that it doesn't. I think it's a really interesting sort of like thing because obviously there's so many people who haven't died who haven't died in this world. Like those soldiers are all undead. Yeah. Those soldiers are all living on. And I think it's fascinating to me that there's that, like that big tension between hunting for death route and not. Because what do you think? What do you think, Lexi? Is it better to live in eternity or to die and have peace? It's better to die. Is that what you're going to choose at the end? When you mend the Elden Ring. I'm going to do Age of Stars. Okay. I'm going to do Age of Stars. Because I've done Rani's quest. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I really want to do... Um, You know what I hate? Is um, Dung Eater. Dung Eater. Let, he's, me, he's... let me defile, Let me kill you and defile your corpse and then you can feel the pox. See, you know, that was interesting, right? Mm. When you said your favourite character is fear, mm. I didn't expect that. Mm. I expected you to uh, the all-knowing. Gideon Ofnir. Yeah. Gideon is great. I think he's he's great, but he's not fear, and he doesn't have anything interesting to him because isn't that whole thing that he, he follows you through the whole game? Yeah. Isn't that part of the lore? Like, cause he, he follows you. Yeah, he follows you, uh, but he also, like, killed. He he, he genocided the Albanarchs. That's, that's, so, that's so Gideon. Yeah. <laughs> that's so Gideon. <laughs> he sucks. He like, cause he's, he, he's awful to his daughter. Mm. Um, and I reckon it's cause he's jealous cause she's going to be, the, he's, she's the heir to Limgrave. Well, yeah, she, Nefli Lewis. well, she isn't blood daughter of, uh, Ofnia. She's blood daughter of Horolu. Yeah. So she's the rightful heir to Limgrave mm. and the, not the throne, but to Limgrave. And I think like Ofnia was only happy, only like keeping her under the wing because he was thinking, oh, maybe I will get the shard of Elden Ring mm. that Horlu has mm. and I can finally enter Limgrave yeah. and become Elden Lord. Mm. He's such a bastard. He's such a bastard. Such a bastard. Um, you, know I, you know who else I love? Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Haight. Oh, Kenneth hello, Haight. Hello, hello. Hello, Lord. Kenneth Haight. I'm the Lord Kenneth Haight. Can you please uh, uh, go into the castle and retrieve the sword? I'm Kenneth Haight. Fuck off, Kenneth Haight. Fuck off, Kenneth Haight. Mm. Don't forget it, yeah. Kenneth Haight. He's great, though. I'm a tarnished. And Gostock? 
When, when, when Godric dies and Gostok's like, you were a bad lord, you were a bad lord, you were a bad lord. He's great. There's just some good NPCs, some great, like, colourful guys. Yeah. Roderica. Everyone calls her a charisma vacuum, but I like her. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Alexander. Oh, the pot. The yeah, jar. the jar. I, have, I didn't do his quest, but I found him in the Radan Festival. Oh, yeah. I met him for the first time in the Rodan Festival. Hello, man. Hello. He's lovely. Um, yeah. Um, you should probably kill him. Why? You get, get the innards, don't you? Yeah, you get the innards, and it's the power. It's the most powerful, fucking, uh, equipment in the game. Talisman. What's, what's oh? What does it do? Like boosts all like. Boosts like all attack. <sighs> Yeah, so like you. I'm gonna go find like all, all all your special, all your special things attack. Um, they like Ash of War. They mm. they hit harder now. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do that. Do it. Yeah. I'm gonna go find Alexander and kill him when I get home. <laughs> I'm just gonna play Elden Ring and just kill all these NPCs. <laughs> um, That's what I'm doing in the second pl- in the second playthrough. Yeah. I'm I've killed everyone. Because in my second playthrough, I have to do Fear's quest because I want to do Fortis Axe. Mm. Um, I'm going to try to all bosses it this time. I want to try to do Moog and Melania and stuff and, and Placidus Sacks. And the one I'm missing is fucking Forta Sacks. And you have to go like halfway through the game to get to deep root depths. You have to kill Radan so he'll blow up the Nokron hole. I love that. I love that bit. That's like the only part, that's like the only time in a game where I'm like, oh, wow, well, killing a boss actually opens a wall to something. Like that was the first time I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, I love that. It was fun. I just, I'll tell you what, Elden Ring's an open world game, but there are things, the other open world game I've played, I've only really played two, is Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild. And I'll tell you the one thing with Breath of the Wild that makes it distinct in terms of how free you are compared to how free Elden Ring makes you. Elden Ring makes you free in a way that is like, you can go anywhere, provided da, 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 da. you can go to the capital, provided you've killed two remembrance bosses. You can go to Nokron, provided you've killed Rudan. You can go to um, Noxella, provided that Rani's left her rise. You can go to these places. Da, 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 da. There's a lot of rules about where you can go and when you can go there. Breath of the Wild, though, you can go anywhere, whenever. So you can literally start the game. You can go straight to Ganon and you can kill the, the boss. Title screen. Yep. End credits. Easy right? Because there's no leveling or anything, so you can't be underleveled. You just have to have the right weapon. Um, if you have a Master Sword, though, of course, it buffs. There's a buff in, inside of the Hyrule Castle. So it's like, you know... Of course. It's not fucking fair. <laughs> anyway, um, you can technically, though, go in and just with a bunch of sticks, kill Ganon, which is bizarre and stupid. And I don't believe it. I don't agree. You don't agree? I don't agree. Um, but I, there should I be the it. challenge. In Ocarina of Time, you could beat Ganon with a jar. Because a jar count as a melee weapon. So if you had a jar in one hand and he threw his little fireball at you, you could just hit it with a jar and it would go back. It's so stupid. And they sort of took that idea and went, what if we made that a whole game? I love the, I love the lore. I love the lore that surrounds these stories. Mm. Um, only for like speedrunners to come in and be naked and kill yeah. everyone with a stick and then mm. become Elden Lord. Yeah. Because that just makes it so funny. You have like... Melania, Blade of Mikola, <laughs> never taste defeat. She slaughtered Radan during the Hundred Years' War or the shattering of the Elden Ring. She didn't slaughter Radan. 
Oh. Rodan survived. Rodan was left mad in the... You can't... The like, okay, who kept their sanity, though? True. True. Yeah. I'll let you have that. But then uh, you've got, like, Morgoth, the king of... The king of Landell. Yeah, the king of Landell. Um... Horulu, warrior king, first mm. Elden Lord. Gideon Ofnia, yeah. the all-knowing. The, the bloody, the, the Elden Beast who controls oh, the stars. Right, Only for this naked fucking dude to come in, carry hit them. people with a stick. Carry them, club them. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely destroy everybody. Like, kill everybody. And it's like, holy shit, this fucking naked dude. Get to the dung eater ending. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like that's, I love that. I love speedrunning these games and watching the speedruns because it's like they're so rich, full of lore, and people just skip the cutscenes and kill the bosses and (laughs) go. Like, um, you know, like like Dark Souls 1, you have to pay so much attention to everything. I'm talking about Dark Souls 1 a lot. It's my favorite game ever. Mm. Um, Like, you have to pay so much attention to it, and you see speedrunners who like skip shit and like, you know. There's a Sen skip, which is like you don't have to play any of the game. You kill one boss and go to Sen's fortress and then like win the game from there. It's so stupid. Um, like it's such a ridiculous, they're so ridiculous because they're so broken. And you can be ridiculous. And that's all, that's what I like about it. Yeah. For like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they put shit in there like the jar heads for the reason to be ridiculous. Yeah. They put shit in there like, like, they put Saluvis in there as a puppet, and they make Saluvis a, a weird, sex, kinky, kinky guy. Like, do you remember that? When you go to Saluvis' Sel- yeah, like the puppet. And he goes down to his thing, and he's just got all these dolls. Yeah. And then you go up and talk to him, and he says, what did you do going through a private man's selection <laughs> of stuff? And you go, you horny bastard. Yeah, but I respect it. Put it there, buddy. Yeah. And then you kill him. Yeah. You kill him by giving someone else the potion. Yeah. Um, Unless you puppeted and got the spirit mm. ash of... Nefeli? Nefeli or the Dung Eater. Dung Eater is awful. (laughs) I just love the fighting with him when you do a fight with him. He goes, ah! (sighs) I killed him straight away. I was like, I did not trust this guy. I I didn't kill him straight away. I went to go kill him straight away, but I figured out that when you go kill him, um, there's all the little hands in that room that kill you. So I went to the the turtle and I like, um, and I went... And I like redid my sins. I undid my sins. Oh, yeah. I gave him some celestial dew, and then I went down there and I talked to him and I let him out. And then I, I actually started progressing the quest line on accident. Oh, I gave him some seedbed curses and stuff. Um, and now I'm kind of committed to getting all the seedbed curses. I'm not going to do his quest. I'm going to do Age of Stars because I don't want to do all Rani's bullshit again. I'm not going to do dung eater. You're not going to be dung eater. No, I don't want to be dung eater. I could do. I actually liked Rani's quest a lot. I would do it again. Because that it it pushed me to deep root depths, which is where I got to do fierce champions, and I really want to do Fortis Axe. <laughs> really want to do Fortis Axe. Um, I should I should have googled what happens if you kill Fia before I killed Fia. <laughs> I just didn't like it because she killed D, and I really like D. Oh, okay, okay. I really like D because D was nice to me. Did you give the armor to D to D's brother? No, I liked it too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was too. It was. I was. It was cool. I was wearing it around. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I killed them all. <laughs> I gave, I gave the armor to D's brother. Mm-hmm. Then D killed Fee. Mm-hmm. And then I killed D's brother. Because mm. D's brother gets hostile. Doesn't he? No, you can leave him there. No, he gets hostile if you give him the armor. 
No, if you give him the armor, yeah. Um, then you can when you when you wake from the dream, mm-hmm. Fee's dead. Ah. Oh. And that's when you can you have the chance to kill him. Ah. Oh. And that's when I did it. I killed him, and I got the special sword from it. The deathbed dream. The deathbed dream. Anyway, it's a good game. It's a good game. A good definitely game. recommend. I definitely recommend it. It's one of the favorite games I've played. Yeah. Um, I've never sunk this long into our first playthrough of a game. Mm. Like it's a hundred hours. Um, it's yeah, it's wild. Like the first Souls experience you'll have will take you that long. Yeah. And that's like Dark Souls One. It's a small game, compare comparatively. Um, like this is my first playthrough. I'm at a hundred hours, and I, I've almost finished it. Um, I haven't even. Clo- I'm not even close, really. <laughs> I started to Haley Tree and Mogwin's Palace. Yeah, you have a, you have a long way to go. It's a great game. Um, I'm kind of running out of things to say about it. Me too. I don't know what else to say. Uh, the last sort of thing that we have to say is play this game. If you yeah, have a PlayStation, have a PlayStation. four, five. Xbox One. Actually, don't get on the Xbox One. It's not good. <laughs> Series <laughs> S. It? No, it's really crap on the Xbox One. Really? It just isn't. It was. It was designed for the PS4. It was designed for that. It was designed for PS4 wow. Pro. Okay. And um, kind of like the Xbox kind of got left behind. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Um, if you have a console, you should play it. If you have any console, you should play other Souls games. You basically can play Dark Souls One on anything. You can play Dark Souls One on a fucking potato. It plays, it plays really well on the Switch. Um, Dark Souls Remastered. Pick it up. DS2 isn't as good. DS3 is good. Bloodborne's good. Play them all. Go home. And then come back to this podcast and go, they're so right. They're so they're right. They're so right. These guys just talk for 50 minutes about something we don't care about. It wasn't funny. It was quite serious. <laughs> it was a little aimless, but it was, you know, it was good. Yeah, it was good. We're at the end of it now, and 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 if and if you did play it, you'll know what we're talking about, you and you'll probably it. be like in, enthralled with it, and you'll you'll love it, and that, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We we, we have a we have a sub dog for everyone. You we have know, a sub dog for everyone. Everyone gets a sub dog. Everybody gets a sub dog. Uh, we'll see you guys later um, with a with a funnier podcast. Yeah, with, with, a, with yeah a, with a more yeah. something that you we'll, used to podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put a cautionary warning at the start. <laughs> so this one. This one isn't for you if you don't like Elden Ring. Yeah, it's, it's not for you. It's Actually, we won't do that. We'll just we'll just leave it normal and, and expect people to sort of. This is the bit. The fact that we're doing this podcast is the bit. This is the bit. This is the bit. This is the bit. This is the bit. Okay, this is great. All right, this is a great bit. <laughs> See you later. See ya. Bye. Love you.